Welcome back. So this week, we're back with another great topic. This one I'm really excited for. We're talking to preparing your dogs for back to school time. It's definitely back to school time. Some kids are already back to school, but it's not too late to put some things into action. Um, when we're talking about your dogs going back to school. But Scott, I know you, your daughter's like pretty young, but do, does she go to daycare? Do you guys... So is she, so are you guys sending her daycare in September or is she already in daycare? She started doing Montessori school two days a week in August and oh, next nice. week she starts, she starts five days. So definitely back to school. Routine's going to be a little different, especially when Archie starts going to take back to daycare as well. And so it's going to be a, a interesting yep. time for sure. Like the schedule exactly. is very different, I think. So we'll see how it goes, but yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. So. Exactly. So back to school definitely affects your dog in many different ways. And ideally, it's not yeah. something that you would really even think of. You're like, okay, what's the big difference? My dog, you know, our kids are going back to school. It's just a change in schedule for me. And you really only think about getting yourself and your family's routine together, but you actually need to get your dog together too. So I want to mm -hmm. go through a few things you can do to get your dog together for back to school time. So one of the first things you want to do is think about curbing your dog's um boredom through, you know, enrichment, puzzle toys, and games. Because if you think about it, all summer long, you've been taking your dog with you. They've been playing all day in the house. Um, you've been taking them to a dog park, but things are going to change. Even if you do take them to do those things, it may not be as much as you have um, did in the summer. So you want to make sure that your dog is occupied um, during the time that your kids are transitioning to school. So just make sure you do have those appropriate toys that are gonna keep your dogs busy. This is a great time. I always talk about switching out toys, but this is a good time to take an inventory of your dog's toys and make sure that you have the ones that are gonna keep them engaged for a long time and keep them stimulated and make sure that you're using those throughout the day to keep your dogs busy so you can get stuff done and get the kids situated. Um, the sense. next thing, just like Scott would say, Scott, Scott was talking about, um, routines are going to be different for you and for your dog. Um, before school starts, you want to ease your dog into a new routine. A lot of times we're like, okay, kids, you have to start going to bed early. You have to start doing this, but there's going to be a few things you're going to have to do for your dog to get them prepared for that new routine. So, um, if your dog gets up, say at nine o'clock, but you know that you're going to get up at 6 a.m., you want to start getting your dog up at the same time um, prior to you even starting to do that. So they're used to their new routine and they're not going to be like all confused, like, hey, you know, what's going on? Um, actually, and so another thing you want to do too, it, um, just to go back a little bit, when it comes down to the toys, you want to try to introduce these activities um, with your dogs playing with these toys when people are gone, because essentially okay. people are going to be gone from the house during the day. And so you want to make sure they can engage during the time people are gone, okay? Um, pushing forward, this is the big thing if you're working on potty training. Determine your dog's bathroom breaks, okay? Um, before school starts. So, um, yes, dogs can go a long day without, you know, using the bathroom if they're older. The younger ones need to go out a lot more. So if you aren't sure how long your dog can hold it, if you know your routine's going to be changing a little bit, start now um, getting your dog on that new schedule. So one, if you're working through party training, you're not having accidents in the home. Um, two, if you're just finishing up potty training, you don't want your dogs to regress. And if you have an older dog, you just want to make sure that you're getting them out enough. So definitely take a look at your new schedule and routine and make sure you schedule in appropriate um, times for um, bathroom breaks. 
Um, another one that you might not think about, but that is very important is you want to do a trial run with background noises. And so yeah. you're probably thinking like, what does that mean? So if your dog's going to be home alone, let's just say, I mean, even if it's like one or two people home, say you're working from home, but ideally your dog's going to be alone. You want to make sure you find out what noises that start your dog from the outside, whether it's people walking by, people walking upstairs. Because remember, at least the kids are going to be gone. So it's not like the saturation that they already know of those noises. So you yeah. want to take into consideration the other... And so do you know for a fact, uh, do you have any noises that you think Archie would be kind of triggered by if you left him home alone? You sound like Scott, like, oh yeah. yeah, this sounds familiar. Yeah, like because we live in a condo, if he hears things in the hallway, usually that'll trigger him. We actually, uh, just recently, we got a mount for our Google like mini type of thing. And so yep. we have an ensuite. We usually, he usually hangs out in our bedroom with the ensuite and then we close the right. door. So we actually have like that Google mini attached to a plug. We just actually uh -huh. run white noise at a low volume to help drown out those additional sounds just to help that out type of things. Because we know uh -huh. he, we know he has the triggers and it'll get him like, I guess, agitated or just excited or whatnot. And then yep. necessary. Exactly. And so that's one thing you can do the same thing Scott does. Um, you can use white noise to drown out the sound. Um, classical and reggae music. Sorry, the doggies are playing in the background. I'm trying to call <laughs> doggies. And so classical and reggae music's known to settle with dogs. You can throw some of that on. But essentially drowning out the noise will help. And then when it comes down to training, we always talk about building a positive association. You can always treat them while the noise is going on. So they're not barking. They learn that, you know, they don't have to do that. But that's a whole nother lie. But, but now you can use like the background noises and stuff like that. Um, another thing you might want to consider doing is just taking your dog to classes to get some obedience under their belt, especially if they're in the house and, you know, they're going crazy and stuff. Um, ongoing training is always good for your dog and it's going to be good even when your kids are in school, um, especially cat classes. Once you have your kids schedule and even activities down, try looking for some classes to get your dog into those so they have structure and something to do um, in the meantime, aside from just being home alone. Um, another thing you want to consider too, and this is a big one. Um, when I come out to my client's home that, you know, with the kids and the families, the biggest thing is the morning time routine. My dog's in the way, my dog's doing this, my dog's doing that. Get up prior to getting your kids up early and take your dog for a walk or do something mentally stimulating with them. Give them a con to engage in so that when your kids are getting up, they're not as, you know, rambunctious and ready to play when you're trying to get your kids in order. So just getting up and just letting them get, you know, give them their food, letting them get settled, taking them for a walk, getting the kids and then getting them together. Um, but if you do realize that, you know, I took my dog for a walk, I still have some energy, my kids are coming out, try putting them in a crate or in another room or using a gate area and giving them something to do in there while you get the kids situated and then you can bring them out once it's you know you get the kids out the door and stuff like that yes. um yeah and so these are just some helpful tips that you can use to get your dog ready for pre preparing your kid back to school and if you're thinking like wow my kids are back to school i wish it's never too late you can start this now um anytime there's a change of routine not only just back to school any change of routine you always want to take these tips into consideration so um i heard, hope that you learned some tools to get you through back to school um sorry i couldn't help you so much with the kids but hopefully working with the dogs will help settle the kids um exactly do you have anything right. to piggyback off of before we hop off <laughs> yeah uh, the only other thing i'd say like is if you don't have time because of the kids for like obedience class and that sort of thing 
maybe look into like a daycare or whatnot for like we do have days yeah. from time to time and that just gives them time if it's you know obviously research them but if it's a good one they're gonna it's an awesome time for them to socialize hang out get a lot of that energy out during the day when you're at work the kids are at school mm -hmm. so then when they are home they're drained they're not like looking for so much attention because they've already got that socialization out of their system that exactly they'll be so tired exactly yeah. Yeah. so it helps out quite a bit yeah yeah so yeah. i hope you got some good tips other than that we'll see you next week and enjoy your day <laughs> bye have a good one everyone bye